bulletproof football. Hello and welcome to another installment of Foolproof Football Podcast. Joined again by Kev. We had our romantic dinner date last week. But uh, the party's been crashed by TJ and Dennis. How are you guys doing? Hello. I didn't know it was going to be romantic. No, it was last week. Myself and Kev, it was just the two of us sitting down, talking about life and football. Very nice. Anything to say about your Swiss adventure? Um, My knees are not right since. And I've discovered... Youth is not on my side anymore. That's not it. what I expected from a business trip. Response. Oh, it was. <laughs> it's a hundred percent what I expected. <laughs> Where's all our money, Dennis? Did I get to that bank correctly? <laughs> oh, I had a good time. <laughs> An expensive one as well, I think. Um, but look, we're before we start, actually. Um, for a lot of people, it was the end of fantasy football um, last week. If you're going into this week in fantasy football, change it. That's crazy, crazy sort of ideas. Um, but we have to give, I suppose, a round of applause for every fantasy winner out there. Um, and we've actually got one in the house today. Kevin, you won our fantasy league. So let's get that applause going. Oops, sorry, wrong one. Ah, thanks, guys. Thanks. How does it feel to be the best? Hey, you know, it's just to answer that. I always knew it was the best. It's just nice to have that reassurance every so often. I didn't clap. You stormed out. I didn't clap. I'm pretty sure I had a better record than you by the end of it too. What were you ten something? You definitely no, have you a better didn't. record, Danny. <laughs> uh, stay out of this. <laughs> Nobody had a better record. Um, as it goes, though, you, you clearly deserved it. You absolutely stormed it in the end. So. Well done, Kev. I will say, if Joe's listening, long-time listener, never called. But um, you bet Joe in, in the final, look, any other opponent, he would have been champion. You have to feel hard, I suppose, done. By that was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But look, two, two, I suppose, show out weeks for me. Boy showed up when I counted. The last two weeks, you've had two of the top four all-time high-scoring weeks in our fantasy football 10-year history, which you can't ask for more, I don't think. No, no, exactly. Um, but let's go to the Cowboys and Lions first. Real football, real playoffs, I suppose, in discussion here. Um, I don't know, do we want to talk about the game briefly first or go to the big story of the game? I suppose we can talk briefly about the game. Fair enough. I, I suppose you have to give... I, I suppose the game was a bit quiet, wasn't it? To give. It was mainly defence. I know St. Brown mm. was dominating. Um, Lamb's TD was something TD. else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think for that TD, it looked like Dak was going to get sacked for a safety as well. But it, the first half in particular, neither team really got going on offense too much. That that touchdown was like a rare offensive win in that first half. And it came from maybe a few seconds away from Dak being tackled for a safety. I think defense kind of broke because they expected they'd get some. And Lamb stormed through with a good throw by Dak, to be fair to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Dak and is playing Steve well this year, though. Touchdown. Like, he's making those throws. He's making plays. He's doing doing so much for the Cowboys. And it felt really like a playoff game in a way. Because I know the Lions secured everything the week before. But the Cowboys, I suppose, were on the line to try and get the first seed and stuff like that. So there was a bit on the line for that game too, you know? And what were you going to say, Kev? I was just going to say, I think CD could have got a second touchdown in that first half as well. Um, I would have put, if I'm right, was that in the first half? Um, but that would have put the Cowboys really in the driving seat. Um, but yeah, ultimately, in the last, what, the Cowboys got a go-ahead touch, or the Lions got a, the Cowboys got the go-ahead touchdown with, what was left, two minutes? One minute 44. One minute 44. Now we have Close. criticised Dak quite a bit on this for uh, for not kind of getting those final points in the game or brought the team down the field when needed. I think we have to give him credit that he managed to do in this game. He should have left him le- less time on the clock, Kev, you know. He should have. Oh, he should have, yeah. But... <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only messing. I'm only messing. Look. Uh, I think uh, before we give Dak all the praise, I think sometimes we're guilty of praising the offense too much. Lawrence for the Cowboys, he has some. Yeah, he's a beast, yeah. man. He's an absolute beast. Finally healthy. Defense, both defenses touched. Uh, sorry, interceptions. Some good plays too. But like you said, maybe kind of towards the end of the third quarter, the offense, maybe the defense was getting tired. The offense has started getting more into it. With those plays, and like you said, Dak, look at a big moment. He got it down the field, got the score. That's what you want. Yeah, they had they had to get the score. Like I know we're going to talk about what happened, but they still had to do it on their side as well. Um, and when it all comes to all, they still had to pull it out, and they did. And it was it was a difficult situation, you know. Um, so. Helps when you're at home, you know. We've talked about that too. <laughs> it helps when you're paying off the refs too. But look, <laughs> we'll get the, yeah. Look, I suppose the Lions got the ball back with a minute forty-four. One thing I took down for that last drive before we get to the big talking point: the connection with Laporta. I know. Look, we've talked about him all year. TJ is laughing with him in fantasy in a keeper league. <laughs> but that last drive, I think there was maybe four passes to Laporta for big chunks. I know St. Brown got the touchdown in the end. Mm. But, jeez, that was... I Look, we've seen how good he is, but that felt like, you know, going forward, backs against the wall, Laporta is definitely the safety blanket for Goff going forward, I think. Yeah. Um, he's unreal. Um it's actually it's actually unreal that a tie end like that comes straight out of college and plays so well. Um big bodied receiver, decent at the blocking game as well. Yeah. It's a really good go to, um, tough to mark. Um gives options for the wide receivers too, you know. When you have to like man mark or even double team the tight end, it leaves the wide receivers the options there, so he's uh, he's dominating. It did feel like they did, I think, chunk two chunk plays in a row to Laporta. Then they go to St. Brown, and I think they just did the exact same thing when St. Brown got the touchdown. So I think, mm-hmm. like you said, they probably started getting a bit conscious that this guy's running down the field. Maybe it opened up for, like, St. Brown's a big-time receiver anyway. Like, it's, I think it's tough to St. Brown had 
targets in this game anyway. So it's not like he was getting nothing, but uh, yeah. Great. Look, we talked about Dak bringing it downfield. Couldn't do anything more. Felt the same with Lions there. I think they, in a minute or so, minute 20, they got down, got the, I suppose, what they thought was a chance to go ahead um, instead of tying it up. Yeah, well, they, they didn't want to go for the tie. I suppose it was 2019. They didn't want to go for it. Didn't want overtime. I can understand you're getting this close to the playoffs. You probably want to finish this game up, avoid any chance of injuries, move on to the next one. And then yeah, the I thought it was a good decision, regardless. Decision. Uh, but then the two-point kind of craziness started happening. I don't know who wants to take it away. <laughs> I don't know. So... <laughs> Yeah, um, I suppose on the play, it was going for a two-point conversion. And um, when you have a lineman who want to play the ball downfield and especially catch the ball, they have to... It's, it's mainly got to do with the number on his back, I think it is. If you have a number on your back like that, you have to go to the referee and say, I'm an eligible player or, or something along the lines of that. And uh, then he lines up and then he's allowed to receive the ball or he's allowed to go downfield. Um, and that's what he seemed to have done. He seemed to go uh, like there's videos of him going up to the referee and says that he's eligible or I'm ready for this play or whatever. And uh, they've gone with the play. He's caught the ball in the end zone, and uh, they called it a flag, saying that he never said it. Yeah, legal touching. Sounds yeah, way and worse also- than what it is. Yeah, there's also even videos of Goff saying, hearing the play, uh, recognizing that he was an eligible player, telling the player, go over to the ref now and say it, and then him walking over to the ref saying it, and that, and then the ref calling it, you know? Um, yeah, so they they, they called uh, Skipper as the eligible, is what they came back with. They said, the ref said, Skipper made himself eligible, Decker didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, now there, I was looking at this during the week and they said there's two things you have to talk to the ref but you also have to physically express it through like hand signals to him yeah I don't oh. know if you've heard this before oh. and they were arguing now the refs NFL don't want to put any blame on the refs this is a big game no. <laughs> you might say the Lions are already in the playoffs but it's a big game for the Eagles more so and the Cowboys because yeah. this game pretty much probably decides who has home field advantage. Now, I think they said that when Skipper was coming on, he made hand movements to say that he was eligible. I saw a clip, he came on, he kind of flexed when he was coming on. But he did yeah. that earlier in the game. And somebody was saying, that's him telling the offense what they're doing. It's not him saying anything to the ref. And when he did it earlier in the game, the refs never said he was eligible. Now, Dan Campbell did say there was three linemen at the ref. I think Sewell, Skipper, and Decker. Mm-hmm. And Campbell, yeah. I think, said that they had planned to send all three to the ref to try cause a bit of confusion to the defense. So the defense were trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be eligible. Um, yeah. All of these players have reported eligible in previous games. It's not their first ever time doing it. And the refs, I think, messed up. 100%. I think it confused the refs, the fact there's yeah, three of them, it, and they it called the easily, wrong guy. <laughs> it easily could have confused the refs. And um, just to add to the point about the hand signals as well, that's got to do with the point that 
in a lot of situations before big games, um, uh, coaches actually go to referees before the game and show them plays where this could be a play where we would have, um, we will be making players eligible, and they'd be like, "Okay, just give us a signal," and that's grand. And apparently, that did happen in this game where Dan Campbell did talk to the referees. Apparently, it happens n- n- nearly most games, most big games. All where, games, apparently. Yeah, and that's what happened, and um, that's where obviously the confusion happened. A couple of linemen went over. Maybe the refs got confused. Maybe even forgot. I don't know. Um, it's a bit of a mess, and like, uh, yeah, and and just on the, that ref group, it wasn't the first time this year, and <laughs> I don't know if you want to go into you know the details, maybe a bit more than me, but it's not the first time this ref group it's happened to, and because of it, they got punished. Well, they didn't. They didn't. So it's Brad Allen's ref group who. You shouldn't know a ref group by name. Let's just start with that. Um, There's multiple articles throughout the year about his ref group. They had the one with the Chiefs against the Packers, if you remember that late drive where uh, pass interference wasn't called against the Packers, Mm -hmm. costing the Chiefs. They had that big one. That got criticism. Then they had the Eagles-Dolphins game, which was a big one too. That Um, was outrageous, that one. (laughs) Yeah. So you might say it wasn't a close game. There was a, some outrageous miscalls like face masks and whatnot like that. But the biggest issue people said were the Eagles were called for zero penalties while the Dolphins were called for 10. And when zero you have that to, penalties. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. Like, it hasn't happened in years. It doesn't happen. Like. But when the other team gets called for 10 as well, and there's three or four glaring misses against the Eagles, you start thinking that's shocking. So apparently after that, there was an article, I think, from Schefter or somebody saying that they were thinking about next year demoting them or something like that. And then this happens. And the NFL are all defending them. And I know people were saying, oh, they, I don't think they're getting the playoffs now. I think they mix up the ref groups in the playoffs anyway. And what they are getting is they're getting Steelers Ravens this weekend in a big right. game. As a Bills no fan, way. I'm shitting it. Yeah, like I'm actually, because <laughs> I need the Steelers to lose that game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, it's not their first they seem time. to be going with the arguably bigger teams, though. That's the one yeah. one thing. So. Look, to give the benefit of the doubt, it's like, I don't know, like, uh, if you wanted a Premier League terms, like, the bigger teams, like Man United or Arsenal would always get the bigger decisions against the smaller teams. Very similar. There is that mindset sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Maybe home field advantage helps. Yeah, that is that too. The other interesting thing about this is the NFL could release the far camera angle to show Decker saying that he's eligible or not and to date they haven't all the footage they released only backs up the lions claims i saw a a tweet where they were like this is the footage they've given teams to explain it and it just it doesn't explain it (laughs) no it doesn't it's all kind of it's only what the tv showed at the time because they don't want to release anymore in case it's incriminating i i don't know they're hell-bent not to take any blame for this. And they're trying to blame the Lions. And the Lions are trying to hold their tongues because they don't want to get fined and punished, is what's happening. They probably will get fined, though. 
Well, he saw um, Skipper said he didn't even talk to the ref. They said, like, well, yeah. he goes, I didn't even talk to him. I, I walked up there, but I didn't speak to him. And Decker said he did speak to him. He said he's, and I, I thought I saw a clip of, you know, you can watch the games in like Spanish language or whatever on the NFL sites. And there was one mm-hmm. in a different language. And I think the commentators weren't talking. I think he could hear the ref chatting to Decker through like, really? you know, the mic picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, they made a mistake, but they're making it worse by trying to make it out that they didn't, I think is what happened. After falling on that, the Lions did have two more attempts to get their two points. It's crazy. As well. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is. Yeah, they threw it to St. Brown and it was called back for a penalty against the Cowboys for holding, I think it was. Oh, no, for. Uh, no, I neutral. think the first one was. The first one, not the. First was the actual. The controversial I the f- I, yeah, the first one was a controversial one. Then Parsons got the flag in the second yeah, one. For, yeah, offside. Yeah. And then the third one was they actually did complete the pass, but he uh, failed. Oh, no, he missed the pass. Did he, he? Drop, he dropped the ball. I he dropped it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he was a bit short anyway of the line. He, he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't, to be fair. Yeah, uh, so. Big implication the game. I think that's why yeah, they admit it's Cowboys a won by a point. Yeah. Yeah. And the big thing is, I don't think they'll admit it because people are like, well, if they've made a mistake, they can overturn it. And they don't want to open that can of worms. But with the Cowboys winning, and we'll talk about, uh, uh, let's put it a bit vague. The Cowboys needed to win that game and they needed the Eagles to lose one of their remaining two to get home field advantage pretty much in the playoffs. Now, you might say they still have a game left. They're playing Washington last week. You'd expect them to win that, surely. Um, so a huge result for them. So the NFC East kind of matchups tend to really throw a spanner in the works. Oh, I think Ron Riviera is on borrowed time. Sam Howell's regressed, <laughs> like he's forgotten how to play football. If, Sam if Howell you, is confident, Sam Howell shot. Even play. Yeah. So like, what what chance do Washington have? Like. Well, look, you never know. <laughs> oh, you never put, know. They put it up against the 49ers. I tell you what, if they lose that to Cowboys, they'll fuel everyone online about them being bottlers to the highest level ever. Uh, in terms of lines, they already won the division. Yeah. It doesn't really impact them in terms of home and away advantage. So all in all, I don't think... Obviously, they were a bit pissed off, but mm. they were never going to catch the 49ers. It's not the end of the world. I think, if anything, it'll fire them up. Dan Campbell will be using this as in... Oh, 100%. They don't want us I think he's already said he will, like, in interviews. Yeah. But... Um, will we move over then, I, t- I suppose, too? We said the Eagles needed... Teaser. Yeah, so the Eagles... <laughs> Needed to win, I suppose, their last two games to ensure they're going to be top now that the Cowboys have won. If they lose, Cowboys are in the driving seat. And you'd say, well, look, you've the Cardinals next. Get out of that bad run of a, a form and get yourself a win. And so does someone want to take what happened? Game in Philadelphia as well. Yeah, and the Cardinals no. won. 
<laughs> Eagles have lost to some bad, bad teams this year. Yeah, they're on a bad stretch lately. And I think, you know, look, I'm not going to slag him too much. He's a star, but you know, things are a bit strange when Julio Jones is back being your star man as well. What's that all about? <laughs> Yeah, when he caught that that touchdown, I was like, "Who's Jones?" And it was like, "It's Julio Jones." I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> even was it in um, a red zone? They were even like, "What year are we in?" <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the story with the Eagles is: look, I know you can look at the final play, end it with the interception. Really, you look at Gannon coming back to Philly in his first head coaching job. Maybe he knows the team. Maybe that gave them an advantage. He was fired up for it. But I'm going to point this at pretty much Matt Patricia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So the Eagles, if you don't know, they quietly went about demoting their defensive coordinator and elevated Matt Patricia from assistant to coordinator a couple of weeks ago to save their year, you know, save that defense. And it has not really, you could say, oh, it's improved the defense a little bit. It hasn't worked. Like, he is not the answer. Well, they've lost how, three in their, how many? They've lost three in their last four, and that's when he got brought in. I think he might be the last three games or so. Um, might well, be four, four no? Maybe it could maybe. be four. Um, but I've, I've, look, I've slagged off Matt Patricia enough on this podcast. He's not the answer. I know. <laughs> The Eagles said they're going to continue with it, and it's for the good of the team. But I think, as a fan base, they're starting to get a bit worried now, I imagine. Oh, you'll be 100%. You've you now pretty much lost your chance at the division. Yeah. yeah. And you're looking very, very shaky. Now, maybe they bounce back, but being a bit of a spectacular decline off them, Yeah, it's the fact that you've lost sure what, what four in your last five games. I know you, you did play the 49ers and Cowboys, but you also lost the Cardinals and Seahawks. And the only team you bet with is Giants. And that was without Danny De- Danny. I was going to say Danny DeVito. Tommy. <laughs> Danny <laughs> Danny DeVito steps back into the pocket. And the Giants still put 25 De- on them. Yeah, and that was well. That was Tyrod come on and played all right. I don't know. Do, are we saying that? Like, I, I think I called Eagles to get back to Super Bowl. Um, do we think they'll turn it on? I don't know. I think there's a few cracks in the armor. Um, it's like you see with teams who like go out for a poor start to the season, and then they start turning it on when it comes to. Uh, playoffs and um, have a good run down the stretch, but seems to be going the opposite way with the Eagles. Started off hot and then they're kind of crumbling a little bit, and people are finding weaknesses in the team. Um, they have all the talent in the world to do it. Nobody's denying that. Uh, but this this will definitely shake them a little bit, and it'll make other teams feel that they can beat them. You know. Because if you start, like at the start of the season, like when they went like 10 and 0 and stuff like that, they're like, oh my God, this team could nearly be unbeaten. Um, 
especially with their defense. That they didn't look as good as last year, even though they were getting results. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's showing it a bit now, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Oh, look, I think, honestly, like I know before they made this change to Patricia, there were questions about their defense. But I think making that and doing it in that kind of quiet little way where we're not firing him, he's still in the building, he's just being demoted. I don't know what he's doing now. He's probably just chilling out at the games. I don't know what his official role is. (laughs) Surely that causes a bit of weird tension in the locker room or in the team or in the defense. A little bit of maybe uncertainty. Is Patricia going to be the guy the whole time? Are we going to flip back? What's going to happen? That's a bold I, I, yeah. I, I don't know if Patricia bringing in a new system or are they playing new schemes and they're still learning that side of it? He's trying to do more, I think, edge rushing for passing. I saw somebody was trying to figure out why. Um, he's making some little changes, but it's a lot to try change up. You know, It is. Mid-season. Was it a bit of a knee-jerk reaction trying to do that? They went on a bit of a bad spell. Yeah. I know Sirianni said it's for the best of the team, but is he trying to meddle too much? I don't know. I don't know. So we'll soon find out. Look, they'll lose to the Giants this week anyway, and Washington will beat the Cowboys. (laughs) We'll see what happens. So funny. I could see them losing to the Giants. Maybe they turn around. But, like, they shouldn't be in this position. They should be one of the teams that are resting the likes of Hurts, resting the likes of Brown. You know, they, they shouldn't be fighting oh, for this now. I think coming into December, they were 10-1, and 1, weren't they? Something outrageous. Ever I, since I'm leaving is, it there. But ever since Dead is praising for the, being the first team to get double-digit wins, they've fallen yeah. off a cliff. <laughs> Dennis Curse. So Dennis, you're to blame for Philadelphia. They can suck it. For all I care. I think the Philly fans will respect that response. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we'll watch out for it. It'll be interesting to see how they do in the playoffs. It's a lot to fix, I think. They're not dead in the there water, is. but they need to get some momentum, get the morale up. I'd say that morale in that dressing room is low as it could be at the moment. Uh, do you want to keep moving or anything else on that one, guys? Yeah, good long. I think, Kev, you wanted to talk about Ravens-Dolphins, and I'm going to, just before you go into the game, I'm going to put my hands up and say, you've proved your point, Lamar, all right? You've proved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a good player, isn't he? He's decent. He's got a potential. <laughs> <laughs> Underdog. No, just I just wanted to say, like, going into the week, this was one of the big games. Um, and it turned out to be not such a big game because Lamar Jackson looked pretty perfect in it, I'd say. Five touchdowns, yeah. 300 yards, over 300 yards throwing, um, and he didn't even have to run around the place. He had more touchdowns than incompletions, I think. He only had like 17 completions, I think, still. But he had more touchdowns than incompletions, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, So, like, two teams that are, well, 
look likely to be playoff bound. Um, in the can are the Dolphins qualified for the playoffs? Oh yeah, they're they're well qualified. Yeah. Yeah, but they haven't clinched home field advantage yet. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, as from a Ravens' point of view, great win. Look well on the way to the playoffs. Dolphins, on the other hand, defensively look unsound. Well, I think they. I, I, I know, know put Adam, this in our fancy football. What's our going, Kev? I was just going to say, I, I know they're playing the Bills next week, so the do or die moment for the Bills um, in the sense of get playoff or not. So, oops, from a Bills point of view, you must be fancying playing the Dolphins at the moment. Not if you've seen the Bills against the Patriots last weekend. I think if we play like that, we're losing to the Dolphins regardless. But, um, I was thinking of the Dolphins. I can't remember. Is it are they one and five against winning record teams this year or something? Something like that, yeah. Which is nuts, isn't it? Like they're a good team. Who was the one? They've... I'm not too sure. Um. Well, look. Yeah, Dolphins. Wouldn't say it's a disaster. Ravens are a really good team. But again. Like we talked about the Eagles, even though they have a playoff, they're now going into last week fighting, playing players they want to rest to try clinch that home field advantage, which they ideally probably shouldn't have had to. Like if we looked three or four weeks ago, I think I jokingly said the Bills would finish top of the division and we all, we were all laughing and saying like, that's not going to happen, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. Yeah. And now they're one win away from it, which they shouldn't be if we're being honest. Post nine eleven comments, Bills have been four and one, is it or something? Ah, got the team riled up. Uh, but yeah, I think more. Look, I think more eyes around the Ravens than the Dolphins. Um, Lamar, what a week to have your best week of the year. Straight after people are questioning you for the MVP, I think he kind of quiet down any talk that he shouldn't have it. I don't get uh, question him though after forty nine years. They were still questioning, yeah. They were still saying he hasn't had his best year ever. Should, none of the QBs really have. Should it be QB? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this this could like this could very easily be it. Like he's coming into serious form. He's not doing stuff that he's going to get injured. His team seems complete enough, especially on defense as well. Like they have a a stacked defense that goes hidden because everything is about Lamar. You know. Um. I think he's more of a complete player too that at this stage that I think he's ready to go for a title. Uh, Ravens are serious contenders now, I think. Still needs to get over that playoff curse. Yeah. But I think he can do it this year. I yeah, think he can. The one problem I would say is that apparently OBJ is after renting a yacht. Ah, oh, man, I literally thought that he's about five minutes ago and I totally agree. Ridiculous stuff. He has Invite the whole team onto it. Apparently. <laughs> now, whether they'll go or not, I'm not sure. Why do I remember? Were they wearing jeans or something? I think there was some sort of denim aspect to that yacht that people were questioning as well. What the, possibly, yeah. I just remember. Yeah. Giants. Oh, what was that? 20... 
2016. It's going to be a disaster when it's like Lamar's out of the playoffs because he fell or slipped on the deck of the yacht, you know? OBG, if, OBG if sets, curse. If he sets foot on that uh, yacht at all, he's fucked. We know that. It's just a curse. It's just a curse. <laughs> it is, baby. Uh, well, look, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think one person we haven't really mentioned who deserves a lot of credit is Isaiah Likely. It's easy yeah. to forget Mark Andrews, huge player, has been gone this year. And Likely has slotted in there perfectly. He's done brilliantly, yeah, I think. Playing awful well. Um, they needed somebody to fill that role because even when Andrews went down, they were like, oh, God, that's the number one wide receiver t- on the team gone. Um mm. What, like how will they recover? Because their wide receivers, like, they they're good, but like they wouldn't be in the top ten of the league, let's just say. Um, but they're playing well at the moment, I suppose. They're in good form, but uh, they needed Andrews. But yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest compliment to likely is that you kind of forget Andrews is out injured, or at least I do. Which for such a good player, <laughs> I think he's got a touchdown in every game since. That he started since Andrews got injured, which is outrageous. What, four or five games now, yeah. And also, someone who stepped up has been Zay Flowers, to be fair. Yeah, he has. He has played very well since. He's a no, great talent, so. man. He's going to be a great wide receiver in this league, I think. Rookie like. And I think, unfortunately for everyone else, the Ravens will be resting players this week. Maybe not unfortunate to the Steelers, but. If you're Steelers, you've got those crap refs and you've got Huntley. Anything could happen, you know. Um, before we start looking at the playoffs, did you want to just briefly mention some? Look, we don't have to talk about all of them. So Saints stopped the Bucks from clinching the playoff, which was a huge result. Um, pressure's on Todd Bowles, I think. If they don't beat the Panthers and miss out in the playoffs, I'd say that's him done. They should go beat the Panthers. They should, but if they don't, I'd say Todd Bowles is on borrowed time. <laughs> I think he might yeah. be on borrowed time it's... regardless. A lot of books fans are saying that online. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time people have made the playoffs and they've still either got rid of QB or got rid of uh, coaching staff and stuff like that. But no no one expected the books to get to the playoffs. That's their no, day. they did. Well, they didn't... the players did. It's true. Ha- Hang on the, now. The... Dennis did, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, Sorry. that's actually a really good point. Super Bowl contenders. Dennis still has the, the Super Bowl, yeah. Can I just say the Bucks didn't even expect it themselves because in Baker's Mayfield's contract, he gets an extra $1.5 million if they make the playoffs. Damn. He'd want to pull the finger out, so... <laughs> so he's going to be playing hell for leather next week. <laughs> that's nearly worse for his chances. He needs to be more calm, I think, about it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Saints completely outcoached them. Not to give them credit, and they've kept that alive. If Bucks had sealed that, this week wouldn't be anywhere near as interesting. So fair play to the Saints for that one. Um, other kind of big games, just I suppose Jordan Love and the Packers. We said it before. Say it again. Packers fans really are blessed, you know. Even when things are bad, <laughs> you're still going into the last week thinking, "Well, we can make the playoffs." <laughs> yeah. Funny because we've been like for the start of December, like oh Packers are actually going really well. Then we're like oh Packers have fucked this up, 
And I was like, oh, I just might make it. <laughs> yeah, but it's up yeah, and down. Yeah. You know? It's all <laughs> up and down. It's all up and down. It's paired when it just goes down. <laughs> yeah. Steelers are at it too now, in fairness. Fair play to the Steelers. Mike Tomlin. Yeah, so it wasn't beat, possible. Beat the Seahawks. But He's more importantly, Mason Rudolph. Kevin, you were writing them off yeah. mid-season. You are writing them off. <laughs> I, DJ, you were, from the start of the season, you were saying Super Bowl, Super Bowl bound and look, you could be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They win this weekend, <laughs> knock out the Bills. Mason it's Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah, and Baker Mayfield Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> uh, no, but look, fair play to him. Um, he keeps that kind of winning record going every year. That's 17, 18 seasons without a losing record. And you look at the list of QBs he's done it with. I still think Tomlin up there is best coach of all time. Hall of Famer for sure. Oh, yeah, he's Hall of Famer, of course. Um, um, Some just to touch on, I suppose. Jags, Trans the Panthers kept their playoff hopes alive. Panthers in disarray. Um, they, I suppose that secured, that loss secured the Bears, the number one pick in the draft as well. Ooh. Which is nuts, isn't it? Do you remember that trade? Was that it? for um, DJ Moore? Yeah, so he was part of the trade. So basically, what they traded for was Panthers got the number one pick, which they used on Bryce Young. In return, the Bears got the number nine pick, the 61st pick. They got this year's first round pick, which is a number one pick. They got TJ Moore and they have next year's second round pick. So the They're one laughing. for one, they pretty much traded last year's first round pick for next year's first round pick and a whole bag of other toys. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. And somebody I give a lot of, I wouldn't say abuse, but criticism towards Justin Fields played well. Fans were chanting, we want Fields. They want to go forward with him. Let's see what they do with that number one pick. Um, but, 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 but anyone else big time Texans easy win kept their playoffs alive Broncos won without Russ but still out of the playoffs and did you know us no. about the Broncos game I didn't watch it down with you. Russell Wilson was on the sideline with his helmet on the whole time I heard that actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I believe it was the cameras weren't taking pictures of him or got more attention on him I think the fact he didn't take it off or is he just saying I'm ready coach <laughs> he's gone around Pete. put me in <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he cannot stand Peyton I bet he cannot fucking stand him it's definitely mutual but Peyton's absolute cunt anyways but um... well, apparently it wasn't Peyton though just because he had to go attack it he doesn't like him and um, <laughs> I haven't liked him since week fucking one. No, I think um, it was more so to do with his uh, contract, was it not, that the Broncos wanted to rework his contract and he said no. That's mm-hmm. getting paid big books. Yeah. Uh, I told to keep looking at other games. We temporarily lost Adam. Um, Chiefs beating the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, solid enough. Solid enough. Chiefs still 
aren't looking themselves, but getting there. Man, they're still winning. Like we've said it so many times, they win nearly one score games like constantly. Um, yeah. Browning played all right in this game. It's just yeah, he has some weapons it. around him, but he just obviously. I don't know. He's not Joe Burrow, I guess. Uh, that did that clinch the Chiefs a playoff spot? Uh, it did, but it also knocked out the Bengals. Yeah. So, in a world where Browning could have been playing in the playoffs, we unfortunately won't see it. He fell apart ever since he started celebrating and called out the Vikings. Yeah, he just got too big for his own head. For his own head. Oh, Boots. <laughs> Boots is what I thought. What um, an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to quickly go through the playoffs, too? Uh, yeah. Just uh, looking at where we are right now, in the AFC, Baltimore have the number one seed clinched. Chiefs have the number three seed. Browns have the fifth seed. Then you go to the NFC. The only seed clinched is the 49ers with number one. Everything else to be determined after. Which is great. So, which do you want to start with? Is Bills Dolphins the biggest one? Yeah, so go Bills Dolphins. I don't know what's going to happen with Bills Dolphins. I was saying to TJ before we started, Raven Steelers is on Saturday, which makes no sense to me. Because if Steelers lose, Bills are into the playoffs anyway. Put them on the oh, same time. Give us some game. tense action. Yeah. I think. Um, I think but it's this still game. something to play for for the Bills, even if. Oh yeah, the home advantage. Yeah, yeah. You still want it. yeah. But with the amount of injuries that's happening to the Dolphins lately, I don't know if they're gonna play full strength. Did they lose Howard as well? They lose. They lost. Oh. What's his name? The defensive... Um... Howard Bonnock. Yeah. Xavier Howard? Yeah, I think it he might have been, injured, yeah. didn't he? Oh, uh, uh, Chubb is gone. That's it. Chubb it's Chubb. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, ACL for the year. That's killer, man. The amount of pieces they've lost on defense. And like, going into the season, they had a good defense, but it wasn't what they were known for. And to lose like vital pieces is killer. Yeah, and they look bad against Baltimore, so um, it is in Miami, but I still think Bills, if I was a betting man. Yeah, I would be the same. I think Bills have it. Could be close, though. Big game for Josh Allen. If you get this, number one seed, five-game win streak to end the season. After a fire Dorsey. Or Dorsey. Good, like it's likely to be a second string Ravens team. No, second strings Ravens team is still very good. But. Yeah, I can see it happen. Um, they still need a lot to qualify. They like they need to win. The Steelers need to win the game, but they need other games to go their way too. If I'm not, if I'm correct. Um. There's, yeah. there's the AFC South as well, which plays a huge deal. 
right? Because they're all nine and seven teams. Yeah, I think that's the simplest one. They have the head to head, don't they? I don't have the X7 in front of me, so. And then we have the AFC South conundrum, or we have three teams that could possibly go in. Um, we have the Jags against the Titans, Colts against the Texans. Texans. And I think, if I'm correct, if the Jags win, it's not going to matter. I think they go through. Yeah, they go through. Um, but there's still a possibility of the second place team going through between the Colts and the Texans, which is arguably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, I want to say something yeah, out outrageous here, and I think that the Titans are going to beat the Jags and the Colts are beat the Texans and the Colts go through top of the division. I'm going to say it right now. Sorry, Keith. I think the Colts and, will beat the Texans. Yeah, I think they could. I think they could. I don't know why. Back. I have a feeling. Look, I, I, I could be so wrong. I could be so wrong. But you know, sometimes you have a feeling. I do. And to be honest, Titans always upset the Jags. And the Jags always up, uh. upset uh, the Titans in like crazy games. Like so. Um, oh, I hope yeah. the Titans do just the fuck the Jags. Yeah. Yeah, uh. exactly. So do I, actually. Um, I want to do it from Minshew. Uh, the other one, Green Bay, Chicago. Um, if oh, Green Bay win, oh sorry, we're still on AFC. What I'm saying, is that yeah. even an AFC? So how many? So four teams qualify top of the division, and then it's three teams, if I'm correct, three. go through. Yeah. So um, it's between the Steelers, Texans, Colts, and Jaguars, uh, for the second place. It's it's gonna be tough. Uh, like. Miami, well Miami builds as well, so one of them has to go into the second. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right actually. So most likely scenarios is gonna be that the Bills are gonna go through, and oh man, yeah. Geez. So Ravens, Ravens will top it. Then we'll say Bills. Um, who else is there? Uh, AFC Bills, oh, Dolphins, uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Browns, Browns. But there's one other division. Oh yeah, and then say the either the Jags or the Texans, Colts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the Steelers are knocking on the door as well. So yeah, is it? There could be three AFC North teams. Uh, already two. Yeah, I know it. Get through. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. I think the Steelers are up against it. I don't. I see. I don't know what the head heads are, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the Colts will do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. We move uh, on to the NFC. Yeah. NFC it is. So the NFC already qualified are the Forty Niners. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, uh, Lions, and the Rams. So only two spots up for grabs this side. 
a little more simple. So in the, I suppose you need one team from the NFC South, so Bucks beat Panthers, they got through. If the Saints and the, if the Saints win, they go through against the Falcons and the Bucks lose. Or if the Falcons win and the Bucks lose, I don't know who goes through. Bucks. Bucks go through. Yeah, so Bucks are on top. Um, I think they're on top because of a head-to-head against the Saints. Uh, I think they took a game off each other, but for some reason, I think the Bucks are on top. And um, yeah, Bucks need to win, or the well, to be honest, they just need the Saints to lose. Um, even if even if the two, even if Bucks and Saints win, I think Bucks go through. Um. Then there is one spot available for a wild card, um, and that is between obviously the Saints. Um, it's between the Saints, Seahawks, and Packers. Packers. Uh, I don't know who goes through in that scenario. Say, um, if they all win, I I think just I no idea. It. I, I don't think, I'm looking at that spreadsheet, I don't think the books have a chance of getting true unless they win, is the scenario. Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, do the Falcons go through ahead of them? Obviously, Falcons and Saints. Yeah, I think if the Falcons. Oh, Falcons! Win, uh, I forgot. Falcons, Falcons can bypass them if they yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Wow. But come on, Jeez, if you're Buccaneers, Falcons have a chance. Panthers. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're Buccaneers, Panthers, worst team in the oh, league. Oh, God, man. You yeah. have to win. <laughs> you have to win. And I think they will. I think they will. I don't think there's going to be an upset there. I think they're going to absolutely dominate. Panthers can't give a crap. They're going to be starting players trying to get a few uh, a few contract uh, things settled, get paid a little bit. Um, They're not going to care. And then the other game, I suppose, the Packers-Vikings. Packers win. They go through, I believe. If they lose, the Vikings potentially go through. No, I don't think so yeah. because the, the the Seahawks are the other side. They're eight and eight. They just need to win. Um, who are yeah, they playing? Green, Green Bay are playing Chicago. <coughs> they need to win that. Um, if they lose that, there's too many weird scenarios where there's some scenarios where they go through with the seventh seed, other scenarios where Vikings take it or the Saints take it or Seattle take it. Yeah. So they have the simple thing. I think they don't even look at that. I think if you're in that scenario, <laughs> you've a winning in. That's all you care about. I think. That's it. And yeah. Books can pack it. Seahawks against Cardinals uh, need to win and then hope. Stuff goes their way, uh, which I think it could do. And Rams are sitting nice and pretty. Starting Carson yeah. Wentz, is it, I think? <laughs> yeah, they are. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold this weekend. Wait, who's Sam play for? Oh, 49ers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what a, what a, what a game. <laughs> what a game. But the yeah. funny thing is, if I know they don't care, they're resting. But if Green Bay win and Rams lose the 49ers, Green Bay move up to six. And that, like, it won't make a difference, I don't think, in the long run. But it's still funny that Rams will go seven, Green Bay up to six seed. 
which isn't too bad. Yeah, I, I'd like to see the Rams stay where they are just for Stafford to go back to Detroit because that would be a hell of a story. That would be great. I, I loved, I'd love that too. I'd love that too. I think yeah. I'm looking at the spreadsheets. It, it's it wreck your head trying to figure it all out, wouldn't it? Not even Stafford just going, but Golf has also played the the Rams, which would be funny. True. Yeah. I think it. I think it's good that it's close. It's quite close in both conferences. Remember one of the conferences last year? It was dead and buried after with two weeks to go. Um, and there was like one division. I think that wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't great last year, but there's a lot of hustle this year. Yeah, it's great. And the one might like, at the same time, we're like, oh, like who could get in and all this. But like the teams who are at the edge aren't the greatest teams. Like they're going to get pummeled when it comes to like they play any of the big top teams. Like you're talking about the Packers who were <laughs> saying like sometimes maybe they're good. Sometimes they're maybe the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If they they could just have it. a good day, or even like the Texans. CJ Stroud coming back. I know TJ is saying they might make it, but... but there's a scenario that the Falcons get in, Kev, and don't oh, and the tell Falcons, me they yeah. don't get fucking pummeled but every every year. One shit team gets in. It's just That's the true. way it works. Could be multiple this year. I don't know Eli Manning and the Giants. I always go back to them. They did it about eight and eight. You know, you never know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You never know, but look, as long as the Cowboys don't win it, I'd be happy. Out. Well, they might do now that they probably get home advantage. They might win at least one. You'd expect. <laughs> They'd hope. Uh, anything else, guys? I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, I don't know. If yeah, should be good. Interesting. Do you no, want to move on to? Yeah. It will. Or injury corner. Yeah, we'll move on to our injury corner. Well, hello again. It's me. And funny enough, my laptop <laughs> is just frozen. Oh, oh wait, no, is it loading? It's moving. Come on, you stupid. Okay, while I'm chatting, anyway. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Perfect. God, I was about to panic there. Um, Yes, I'm making a little change to injury corner due to feedback I've gotten about um, not being prepared and what. <laughs> so, excuse me if I feel a little unprepared today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm going to focus on maybe moving forward as well, only focusing on the three latest games coming up, unless there's been a very mm, wow injury that I just have to get off. Wow but, um, <laughs> So today we're going to start with the Steelers and Ravens, because they're playing on Saturday, apparently. And mm-hmm. that is right. I haven't got the wrong week. Nobody's shocked, surprised. Yeah, right, Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so Steelers are back. There's um they've got their Nahi Harris, Nahi, Nahi Harris, that's right. Uh Najee. Najee. Enough. Najee Harris. His knee uh was doing a bother, so he wasn't able to practice uh for the second straight day in a row. There's Mika Fitzpatrick um and El- Elandon Roberts um were questionable as well. Uh and 
they practiced on Wednesday, which was a good sign. Um, so still questionable going in. Uh, for the Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson won't play uh, in this game after after the team has locked up their number one seed in the AFC. Uh, he's questionable for the rest of it as well, going on with um, his designation there. I'm reading Wait, this terribly. He's only questionable because they're giving him a rest. He's only questionable because they're giving him a rest. It's you have to put it down when they give him a day off. I um, thought he was on that, that boat. He could be on the boat. Well, that could be. I think that's off, for the. Know? No, that's for the gap week. Oh yeah, that's it. Take it's it for uh, not this week, but week after. Yeah. That's fair. Mm. Um, yeah, Odell Beckham as well. He's on his rest week as well. Um, uh, Ronald Darby. He's ill. Zach Flowers hurts calf. Key Hamilton um, and Malik Harrison as well. So they're the injuries for Steelers and Ravens. Uh, I'll maybe be a bit smoother with the next game. Colts and Texans. Um, so Will Anderson, his ankle, as well as uh, Noah Brown's back, and Jonathan Greenard's ankle, Robert Woods' hip. Um, they're all question. No, they didn't practice, or should be remained as questionable for the rest of the week going forward. Um, and then tackle Laramie Tolson uh, was upgraded to questionable as well. Um, for the Colts, we've got Ryan Kelly is ankle didn't practice. Um, and then Quentin Nelson is also uh, questionable. Um, for his ankle. Uh, Kenny Moore is back, and Zach Moss's forearm um, were upgraded to full practice this week. What's he do to his forearm? Um, I can imagine he hurt it. <laughs> Had a bit too much fun, did he? Oh, Possibly. <laughs> Just banging off all sorts of things. I bet you're playing football, of course. What, what were you thinking, Adam? I don't know. He said he was banging things. <laughs> Bank things in football. Uh, last one on the list, um, which I'm beginning to think is, I should go back to my original format of just nonsense and rambling. But we'll carry. I'm on. Glad you thought that, Dennis. Yeah. Um, Buccaneers and Panthers are on my list now. So Baker um, is all over the shop. So he's coming out with an injured rib. He missed practice on Wednesday, but as we discussed earlier, if he wants to see any of that money, he's going to really want to pull the finger out. Um, then we've got Tristan Wirfs and Carlton Davis. Tristan Riffs, Tristan Riffs hurt his shoulder in practice, and Carlton Davis um, was concussed. So, um, then for the Panthers, we've got Miles Sanders. He's ill and didn't practice, and cornerback uh, J.C. Horn hurt his toe, which doesn't really sound like an injury to me, but sure, they have it labelled as that. Um, and then wide receiver for the Panthers as well, uh, D.J. Chark also hurt his foot, which sounds like a more reasonable injury than just a toe, but who am I to judge? Um, yeah, that was pretty poor attempt at a new format and um, really, uh, well, I really advertised see... my illiteracy skills yeah do you struggle with a few of the names I'll give you that now but it's a learning experience I'm always struggling us. with names yeah. um, I did like Malik 
<laughs> I like that. Really? I like some of them were added like questions as well. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want um, you to do, Dennis, is give us what we want. Was you used to have your undercover reporting in depth. It doesn't have to be everyone's injury. Yeah. We want to get the inside goss on the big hits and the big hurts. Yeah, week. I want the big ones. I don't want to know whether. Zach Flowers is going to play this weekend. Well, <laughs> fuck Zach Flowers. Is. Oh, Zay's cousin. Yeah, I actually have breaking news, boys. That only happened in the last ten minutes. Go for uh, it. The Ravens just signed uh, Dalvin Cook onto their uh, roster oh. after the Jets dropped him. <laughs> you look reward, frustrated. Reward and mediocrity. I had that man in fantasy. He did not all year. Yeah. I think we saw he won. He won. But do you think he'll actually see much game time? No, I don't think. I think he's there for cover. Yeah. You never know. It's one of those things. You see players get picked up like this and they'll have one great game to play off where they score a touchdown or something. Yeah. He'd be there for practice and stuff like that. He could play this week. He could play this week like... To get him in to rest a few players and stuff like that, you know. Could you imagine if he goes off? I suppose Flacco went off once he left the Jets, huh? Oh. No, I'm being serious. Do you think Cook will? Yeah, like, I know. I know. Yeah. Work well with the black. <laughs> I don't know. Anything else for yourself, Dennis? No. Um. Other than uh, Sean Rooney, if you're listening, hit me up. You fucking liar. Um, that's not really meant for the podcast but just thought I'd broadcast that let's not single out and attack listeners Keith's still very angry with you and I think he thinks you've been running from him for these last couple episodes Uh, has he come onto the podcast to live debate me no he's Uh, he's offered to but he's been here he offered (laughs) a different title he's, he's full of empty offers and empty promises and a small penis Oh, All right, wow. I, I was going to say, look, I didn't want to put Dennis under that, but if you want the live debate, we can make it happen. Make it happen. You did My... not sound confident with that. Make it happen. My superior wit, knowledge, and intellectual two abilities. All right. Prowess. Mm. <laughs> um, will trump him on every corner. Well, look, keep your eyes in the skies for the debate podcast. It'll be an extra long one, I'd imagine. Minimum three hours. No intermission. No intermission. <laughs> I better I better play him out before he... Uh, we'll have just a fan forum, like, you know, Sky Sports do. I have more to say. All right. My leg! I should not play Jade. I should have called your bluff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we Nobody jump- would win that. Nobody with it. Will we jump into the Owl Awards of the Week real quick? Mm-hmm. Sound good? Sure. Mm-hmm. It's like a reward. Um, right, so Happy New Year, everyone. First, Happy New Year. Yeah, first winner of the week for 2024, technically, I suppose. Let's start off. I'm going to go who I see in order. Kev, who'd you have? For your winner of the I week. had the Packers 
And yeah, go green for the Packers got themselves into playoff winning or playoff clinching potential this weekend. Good stuff. Makes sense, TJ. Uh, I had the Browns uh, clinching the playoff. Uh, yeah, had a great year. I think they're a well-coached team. Flacco, we talked about them. Lighten it up. Who needs Watson? Who needs him? Yeah. Um, what, who? Dennis... Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> I believe I, I picked the Cardinals because they beat the Eagles in a very high-scoring game. And a good, good old comeback to Eagles for Gannon, you know? Needed that. Um, geez, Cardinals are all in and Kyler Murray too. So this is a big, big result for that, I suppose. It did well, to be fair. But he shows glimpses. He needs to consistently do it, I think. Fit Get off card. Playoffs. Get him <laughs> off card. Uh, I went with Chicago Bears. Yeah, they won, but more so to do with that trade with the Panthers, giving them the first pick. Not bad. It's pretty it's... sweet. Yeah, and our first winner of the week was the Chicago Bears. Flawless victory. <laughs> you didn't rig this one, Dennis, huh? No, but my bot accounts were blocked from the Austrian <laughs> uh, the Austrian network. I thought you were in Switzerland. Uh, That's what he told you. For, yeah. <laughs> I have to Let's keep me about- guessing. He was guessing. Let's move on to our loser of the week. Kev, who'd you have? Uh, Eagles, because they're poo-poo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fair, TJ. Uh, I went for the Seahawks, who were also poo-poo. <laughs> I know. They, yeah, they bottled it. And what about yourself, Dennis? Well, since we're speaking of absolute shit, I mentioned I picked the Panthers. Just for scoring zero. Like, can't get away with that shit. Goose egg. Can't get away with it. And I went with the Dolphins just because they're on a bit of a slope. Um the, I suppose I won't say the winner, the loser the losery is loser or the most losery of them all uh was given to the Eagles. Oh I guess I'm a loser. A loser that is fair. Another, another win for Kev. Um, let's go into our wildest story of the week. Kev, who'd you have? I went for the obvious because I got the first pick. Yeah, I went for the Lions two-point. <laughs> the, the Lions two-point conversion. That was the select. He also got the fucking Eagles in the last one as well. Obvious fucking <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, man. You got to get early. Uh, yeah. That's true. The early worm gets away from the bird, yeah. But the, it's all right. The vegans are poo poo, so they won't catch the worm. <laughs> uh, TJ, who do you have? Uh, I went with the NFC South. It happens every year, where there's a bit of a poo poo division. Um, so I'm fighting it out for the playoffs, and it's the NFC it's South been for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Two years in a row, really. Know. Like, <laughs> I don't know now because they went the Brady era as well. Like Brady no era last year didn't end too great. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> um, Who won last year? Falcons. Buccaneers, didn't they? No, Buccaneers. Last of them. Dennis, who'd you have? 
Uh, I went for the Giants and Rams one point game. That's the one we have to Creation text. Clutching at straws, Kevin. <laughs> I'll tell you what wasn't clutch was Crosby's kicking, huh? Where's the drum roll? Damn, I don't have one. Um, I went for Panthers owner drink toss. I don't know if you saw this. Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, after they got absolutely steamrolled by the Jags, everyone's laughing at them for their trade. He decided to throw his drink at the Jags fans in front of his box. Um, my favorite. See how much. Oh yeah. yeah no, no, I was saying my favorite part though was when it first came out. They said spilt his drink at the fans. Anyone who watched it, he chucked it like there's no spill. But like yeah. you said, TJ, he got fined three hundred thousand dollars for it. That's insane. Where did it come I, up with these figures? Like you can't be. It looked awful in the <coughs> video. Like he looks so angry, and he it's like someone in a nightclub tossing a drink at someone's face. Like yeah, I, I get they that. Him. Yeah, but like I don't think the guy said anything. They probably were like, see ya. Or something. Yeah. 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 But like he was fined three hundred grand, but the guy who got the bill uh, drink poured on him is not going to see a cent of that. Like, where's that money going? Like, it's just yeah, but he's, they're making up numbers. Like, it goes to the NFL dinner. Well, I don't know about salt. Well, you never know. But um, going in Goodell's fucking back pocket. They have a big dinner at the end. Yeah, that's what it goes to. I'd imagine. <laughs> Um, but our winner for Wild Story of the Week, surprise, surprise, was the Lions' two point conversion. It's a trap! Woo! It was, it was a fucking trap. I think I know what I could have jazzed mine up with that, that I could have pipped it from Kevin. Is um, the, the 25 26 score was the second time ever that score was done. Missed out by the score gammy that was originally hit by the Dolphins at Raiders in two in two thousand and I had the year there a minute ago. It was like three years ago, twenty fifteen or something. Quick math. Three years ago. Twenty twenty. <laughs> sorry, twenty twenty. I just saw fifteen in front of me, and I said, "Sure, that's it." Yeah. <clears throat> In the past, man. and they were both around the same time. It was the twenty sixth of December, twenty twenty, and this was the thirty first of December, twenty twenty three. So, that. some goodwill hunting sort of stuff there. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, really? any fact quiz or anything like that? Uh, I do. It's a very simple question. I think you might get it this week. But can I get it? Buccaneers. I have a question, and I also have a bonus question. Tom Brady. But, no. Close. Can Name the city that has that has been home to the most NFL franchises. New York, Washington, Wait, Kansas. Oh, shut Let up. them finish. You get you get one. You get one shot each. Okay, I'm gonna give you one that shot is, each. Then it's you just use fuck the, the ball. The most franchises. The most franchises. That's it. Can you name. I won't ask just how NFL. many. Just NFL. Just NFL. Just NFL. But as a bonus, I will ask can you name them. Who wants to go first or do we all just share it out? Um I'll give you one on each and then if you don't get it, I'll give you the number of franchises. I wanna go LA. Oh, that's what I was thinking too. Uh wait, hold on. Don't say I'll let you all I'll let you all say one and then I'll tell you. To pick the teams. We can all pick the same. Oh. 
pick the city first and then the teams. Yeah, I'll go with something different because I think it is LA, but I'll go Cleveland. New York City. It's LA. All right. Can you name the teams? LA Rams. Chargers. Raiders were there for a bit. Is there anyone else? Is there any non existing in the current league? Oh, yeah, it's a good question. Is there any existing like, uh, current league that moved from LA? No. Oh. No. Is there uh, any dead franchises that don't exist anymore? Oh, no. well, yeah, there have to be. What? Is there no. a tree? You got the tree. Oh, I got the tree. Oh, I was right. trying. I was like, who's the other one? <laughs> so, yeah, the LA Rams, LA Raiders, and LA Chargers. Surprising that it was the only one. I thought, like, New York would have a team at some stage. But, yeah. No. I don't know. Who New is York it? Jets, the Browns no? moved. The, the Browns moved around for a bit, didn't they? They were like yeah, they the Baltimore twice so, or something. Baltimore John, and bonus question. Very quickly. Baltimore Ravens just for the Browns. So the Browns moved to Baltimore and kind of left yeah. Cleveland, and then when they moved to Baltimore, they moved. They changed the Ravens, and then Cleveland Browns. Cleveland made their own team. Yeah. Uh, bonus question. Tom Brady. Lock it in. Final answer. What What was the first franchise name of the Detroit Lions? Detroit Bengals. Oh. I, it's a different I, what, city. Detroit Demons. Something. No. It's not Detroit. It's a different city. It's not even... I don't think it's a city. Kansas Lions. I don't know. I, I hate this game. Steelers. It's still Lions, is it? No. Boilers. No. The pigeons. Yeah. What year are we talking? Wildcats. About? I'll give Bobcats. You... Bobcats. I'll give you the town. It's like Big... 1920s. Okay. Uh, the town is Portsmouth. Oh, Portsmouth. Sorry. Portsmouth oh. Pullers. No. I, it's not. I, does it begin with an A? Like anglers or something like that? No, it begins with S. Also, college football team. Semites. No, Semites. <laughs> Seminoles. No. Senators. What's the city no. called again? Syracuse. Portsmouth. Okay, um, stupid Portsmouth. No. Uh, silly Portsmouth. Spartans. Oh, uh, When was there the Baltimore Colts? Smarties. <laughs> Spartans, Adam. <laughs> nah, I like the Smarties I better. Smarties. I'd love Isn't to know if they were invented in 1920, but... Uh, be. Nah, we were never getting that one, I'd say that. No. No. Yes, nice. Anything else, guys? Nope. Crystal bless. Can't wait for this yeah. weekend, though. Yeah, it's going to be weird with no fantasy, though. I'll tell you that. Strange. Strange time of year. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the playoffs, though. All right. Crystal bless. Good night. And okay, I love you. Love you. Foolproof football. Thank you. Uh, Let's go, let
Oh shit. Uh, hey, miss your chance.